John Wick 4 and 5 back to back. We got Doom Eternal campaign expansion announcements. Suicide Squad game in the mix. And the Doc. Doc Disrespect returns to live streaming. This is DBN News for 8-7-2020. First is from DBN and written by me, Anthony. Dr. Disrespect returns to live streaming. That's right. Dr. Disrespect has returned to streaming yesterday with a 24-hour YouTube stream showcasing a single frame with music and a mock radio broadcast. Not only did he pull in massive viewership, he also garnered thousands of paid subscriptions on YouTube and never actually streamed any footage of himself or gameplay. Fast forward to today and the doc went live at 12 p.m. Pacific time and has already hit near 500,000 viewers and has kept a consistent viewership of over 400,000 currently. Dr. Disrespect at one point did discuss his ban from Twitch and let the viewers and fans know that he, will, that he still doesn't know why the ban was issued. Doc said the way that he felt that, that the ban could have been handled better since there was absolutely no communication between him and Twitch before the ban was issued. For now, you can catch Dr. Disrespect live right now at youtube.com slash Dr. Disrespect. Welcome back. Second is from IGN and written by PD Onetto. John Wick 5 announced. John Wick 5 has been announced during Lionsgate's earnings call with the current plan to film back-to-back -back with John Wick 4 starting early 2021. Lionsgate CEO John Fedelmere, wild last name, says both films are in the scripting stage and they hope to have John Wick 4 ready for Memorial Day weekend in 2022, according to Deadline. We're also busy preparing scripts for the next two installments of our John Wick action franchise, with John Wick 4 slated to hit theaters Memorial Day weekend 2022. Fedelmere said on the earnings call, we hope to shoot both John Wick 4 and 5 back-to-back -back when Keanu becomes available earlier next year. Keanu. This is cool. This John Wick franchise is Prince money. It's like the Expendables. We all know what we're going in there to get. It's a subpar story with lots of buku awesome action. So personally, I'm all for more John Wick. John Wick 4, 5, 6, 7. John Wick goes to space. John Wick gets old. Gimme, 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 gimme. Third, it's from IGN written by Matt Perslow. Doom Eternal campaign expansion announced. Bethesda and id Software have announced a single-player campaign expansion for Doom Eternal as part of QuakeCon at home. A full reveal will come as part of Geoff Keighley's opening night live at Gamescom 2020 on August 27th, but the id Software team did reveal that the expansion will be called The Ancient Gods. The story will be split into parts, and we'll see some of part one at, what is that, QuakeCon Online, O-N-L, whatever the hell that is. The story of the ancient gods will revolve around an imbalance of power in heaven and how the Doomslayer fits into that problem, presumably by ripping and tearing demons. In addition to the single-player expansion, id Software is also working on updates for the multiplayer side of things with a ranked competitive mode and other additions. George, one of our beloved co-hosts, Essential Worker Extraordinaire is going to love this. He's a huge fan of the Doom series, and uh, I'm sure he can't wait to play it. Fourth is from IGN, written by Matt TM Kim. Aeon Must Die reveal overshadowed by alleged workplace abuse. The purported developers behind Aeon Must Die, a new beat-em-up game that was shown off during the Sony State of Play livestream, have gone public with accusations against their CEO for gross mismanagement and IP theft. The publisher 
Focus Home Interactive has also released a statement on the matter. Shortly after Aeon Must Die premiered during the State of Play livestream, reports began circulating that the newly announced title was stolen from developers at Limestone Games. A second Aeon trailer appeared on YouTube from a private user with the description, The trailer was created with abuse, manipulation, theft. Among the allegations from the developers that IGN has re reviewed include unbearable work conditions with endless crunch, legal threats, a failure to establish a dialogue between employees and management, and IP theft. There was also a link to a Dropbox folder meant for media detailing a full list of allegations from the developers against the CEO, Yaroslav Lysenko. The developers also alleged that they've notified the publisher, Focus Home Interactive, but claimed that the publisher did not help them. In a statement published on Twitter, Focus Home Interactive says that these grievances are directed at Limestone, their employer. As the publisher of this video game, Focus is carefully looking into these allegations and will draw the necessary conclusions if they are provided or if they are proved to be well-funded and then take appropriate measures. Since the allegations have gone public, Limestone's official website includes a link to a new company Twitter account that only has a single link to the same Dropbox folder containing the allegations of abuse. Focus Home says no further comment will be shared until the publisher has a clear and complete view on this matter. Wow. And it was in Sony's state of play. None of these people thought to contact Sony. Like, well, this didn't need to be in the state of play. Actually, to be honest, that state of play didn't even need to be a state of play. But this is ridiculous. And I hope it gets rectified. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sony's going to be like, bye-bye. Oh, Fifth is from IGN and written by Jordan Serrani. Facebook gaming app on iOS restricted by Apple guidelines. Boo-hoo, poor Facebook. Facebook has released a limited version of its dedicated gaming app on iOS. Due to Apple's Apple or Apple's App Store guidelines, users will be limited to engaging with live streams. The minigame functionality has been cut from the iOS version. In a series of tweets, Facebook explained how months of submissions and repeated rejections by Apple led them to remove instant games entirely from the standalone app. Citing App Store Guideline 4.7, Apple rejected the app claiming the primary purpose of the Facebook gaming app is to play games. The company wrote, it's not 95% of app activity on Android is from watching live streams. We shared this stat with Apple, but no luck. Facebook upheld Apple's decision, a process Apple introduced for app developers earlier this year, but did not receive a response. Rather than pursue additional appeals, Facebook says it decided to launch the app Friday, as is for live streamers and fans. We'll keep building a games platform, it wrote. Playing games will always be part of Facebook gaming, whether Apple allows it on a standalone app or not. Nobody wants to play your stupid little Flash games on your fucking Apple Games app. Like, it's supposed to be a live streaming app, not some app where I can go, ooh, basketball, 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 ooh, Sudoku. Like, what are you doing? And besides, why are you guys streaming on Facebook gaming? Facebook is one of the most predatory sites you will ever use they will they will squeeze you for every little bit that you have and won't even broadcast you to all of your followers then make you pay to get broadcasted to all of your followers guys i urge you stay away from facebook gaming they are trash they will just squeeze you dry go somewhere else fuck even d live i don't care just don't use facebook gaming last is from ign and written by matt perslow Rocksteady announces Suicide Squad game. Batman Arkham series developer Rocksteady has announced that it is working on a Suicide Squad video game and will announce further details on August 22nd as part of DC Fandom, DC Comics' digital fan event. 
A Suicide Squad game was first considered a possibility following the end of Batman Arkham Origins, developed by WB Games Montreal, which featured a post-credit scene in which Deathstroke is asked by Amanda Waller to join the Suicide Squad. In the years since Rocksteady shipped Batman Arkham Knight, there have been rumors suggesting the studio has been working on a Suicide Squad game, but no official word from the development team or publisher WB Games. Those rumors arose once again last month with a suggestion that the game's full name would be Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, although the poster art featured in the above tweet just says Suicide Squad. The logo, however, is arranged as a crosshair over Superman's head, so it certainly looks like the squad have it out for the JL. No more details have been revealed as part of the tweet, but they'll likely find out or will likely find out much more at DC Fandom on August 22nd. Uh, I guess they're going to switch us between characters in because what suicide squads usually anywhere between five to eight members, which is cool. I hope they can knock, uh, knock out the gameplay between each character. Cause in, I think what in the Arkham series, generally we got what three characters to play as in the war rooms or the little battle rooms and stuff like that. I mean, we got the Catwoman DLC, so hoping they can do it right, but I don't see why any reason why this would be a bad game overall. And that is the news for today. Like what you heard, I want to support the podcast. Hey, Head on over to anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can leave us a message or hit that subscribe to the podcast button. Next up, you're going to find us on all social media at dadsbeardsnerds. And if you'd like to be part of our ever-growing Discord community, you're going to find that link in our Twitter bio or the show notes for every show that we release and produce. Until next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you.